I greet you here and those of you watching my live stream in the mighty glorious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please turn in the precious word of God with me to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. I believe that in this chapter you're probably familiar with the first third of it and probably familiar with the last third of it. And I want to read some verses to you from the middle third. These verses line up with Romans chapter 1, and they describe the character and nature of Gentiles that are not saved. And then it sets a stark contrast with us who should be very different from them. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning at verse 17. This I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling, have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But, but, ye have not so learned Christ, if so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Amen, amen and amen. amen. Verses 17 through 19 describe the depraved, reprobate, given over, turned over condition of Gentiles. Verses 21 through 24 describe those that have been taught the Christian religion and understand they have an old man and a new man to put on the new and to put off the old. Right. And that that new man is created by Jesus Christ in righteousness and true holiness. There's a power inside of a regenerate person to want and able to live a righteous life. In verse 20, we have that inspired disjunctive, but ye have not so learned Christ. In the way described in verses 17 through 19, that is not the Christian religion. So we should be very different from the world. And we should be very different from the world all the time and everywhere and in every way because our new man is so different from our old man, and our old man, being just like them, is so different from the way that we've been taught in Jesus Christ. Ye have not so learned Christ. When we speak of the perilous times, the last days, and carnal Christians, we mean those that have professed Christ, and yet they live like, verses 17 through 19. But it says, ye've not so learned Christ that way. Our speech, our thoughts, our deeds, our actions, our work ethic, every part of our lives should be drastically different. And so as we look at Romans 1 later this morning, 
and we think about the indictment there against the Gentiles and the depravity of the Gentiles and God giving them over, just like you can read here, having the understanding darkened. That's a passive voice verb uh, description there of God darkening them. And so we're going to be reading about that, and I'm going to be preaching it to you momentarily. But we have not so learned Christ. Our religion is very different, and let's keep it very different. And let's maintain its differences in these perilous times the last days. People write me from time to time, and they ask if there's a church in their area that I know about, and I have to tell them I do not know of a church in your area. There may be, but I don't know about it. But I want you to embrace the facts of the situation that God has chosen you to stand in the perilous times of the last days. We don't get to run down to a little brook and put five stones in our shepherd's scrip and go run to meet Goliath. We have to fight against carnal Christianity. And it's a bigger battle and a more dangerous one and a more subtle one and a more deceitful one. And so I encourage them, God's chosen you because he believes that you're able to stand. And he's given you the ability to stand. So embrace the challenge. And this is our challenge today. As we hear things in Romans 1 that we are way beyond in our understanding. But we want to be reminded how God views the Gentiles. And his wrath is revealed from heaven against them. But we've been saved from that wrath. And the religion of Jesus Christ teaches us an entirely different lifestyle. And so that's what we want to embrace from these verses right here in front of you. We need to renew the spirit of our minds and be renewed by the Lord and put on the new man and put off the old because we have the ability by regeneration to do this. And we should have the conviction to do it and the motivation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. And we thank thee that by the mighty work of the Son of David, the Lord Jesus Christ, the gospel sound has already gone out this day in the east. And we thank thee that those preachers have already taken the pulpit and finished their work And now it is night there, and we pray that that work will bear fruit. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. We thank thee that there are men that have preached it, and there are men, women, and children that have heard it, that believe the joyful sound, and that believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and that believe that thou only art God. We thank Thee, Heavenly Father, that when You look at the Gentiles, You see them as they are, and You have written this wonderful book in our hands with honesty and revelation, real news, no fake news, no frivolous news, the real news of the revelation of Your view of the character and nature and conduct of us Gentiles. But... But, O Lord, we thank Thee that You have saved us by the Lord Jesus Christ, and that is not the way that we have learned to live in His religion. And we pray that this day You will use it a couple, few hours,
out of the 168 in a week to turn us back to thyself, to turn us to thy son, to turn us to the word of God, that we might live those lives that are pleasing in thy sight, that we would put off the old man and all of his corrupt lusts, that we would be renewed in the spirit of our minds. Renew us today, Heavenly Father, and that we would put on the new man which you have created for us in righteousness and true holiness. Father in heaven, we thank thee that we live in America. We thank thee for our present president. We thank thee for our present governor. And we pray your blessing on them as you have commanded us. We supplicate for them and we intercede for them before thee. If they this day in their busyness fail to call upon thee themselves. Heavenly Father, we thank thee for the beautiful weather today that invigorated our souls and reminded us that Genesis chapter 8 and other passages of Scripture are still in full force, that you have your faithfulness is maintaining the seasons that we can see, detect, and feel, and we thank thee for it. Heavenly Father, we thank thee that thou hast called out of this world and called to this place in Greenville, South Carolina, a body of saints to worship thee this day. Unite our hearts today. Unite us to keep our commitments that we made in the waters of baptism and the commitments we made to one another when we joined this church. Let us remember our cause and seek the Lord Jesus Christ and worship him this day. We thank thee for all that thou hast done for us. And now we pray your blessing upon us. Without thee, we shall not be blessed. Without thy son, we can do nothing. But with him, all things are possible. Bless every aspect of our worship today that we will please thee in every way and profit our souls. We thank thee for the great difference, the great divide, the great chasm there is between Gentiles in the flesh and saved Gentiles in the spirit. And it's all of thee. Salvation is of the Lord. And it's in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.